0: For Thursday, February 10th, the 41st day of 2022, there are 324 days left in the year. Good morning, MV, guiding you through In the Know at K105. On Litchfield's country station, 103.9 The Moose, live online at K105.com, via the Apple and Android smartphone app, using the SoundCloud or iTunes or Spotify podcast, on Facebook, we're on YouTube, we're on Twitter, and the hashtag is In the the know coming up today we'll update you on the latest news headlines from around the community the county the commonwealth and the country got some news coming out of the legislature that you may need coach cow testifies about nil in frankfurt yesterday we'll tell you about that we'll get you one day closer to super bowl 56 and dr bryce meredith stops by for a conversation about heart health that and a whole lot more coming up today here on In the No settling into my left rolling Mach Nine with her hair on fire is my beautiful wife, the beautiful girl. It's Beach. Good morning, sweetheart.
1: Good morning. How you doing? Uh, I
0: feel a lot better. You do. Yeah, That's that true. I have in previous days. Oh, because you so. had medicine and you're trying to yes. you feel better I'm in that regard. To, yes. Hey, you know, so you know, the Super Bowl is this weekend. I'm away. There's going to be some good food for you. Um, I'm so excited. So, but you know what? There won't be this weekend. What weddings? This is Super Bowl weekend. Is the least busy weekend for weddings of the entire year. But it made me wonder. What about people who didn't realize that Valentine's Day and the Super Bowl aligned this year and went ahead and scheduled their their weddings? But historically, Super Bowl weekend is has the least number of weddings possible. Also, here's a bit of advice: don't propose marriage at your Super Bowl party.
1: Yeah, don't do that.
0: Um, along with the obvious uh, romantic dinners, people feel that the best moments to propose are during the holidays or while on vacation. Rounding out the top five places are at a concert or wedding. The worst ways to get engaged include text message during a phone call or at a fast food restaurant and then also one of the worst ways is during a sporting event. Guys like to do that i don 't think i don 't think women like that primarily no i 'm going to speak for I don't know the M- percentage most women yeah, yeah. but
2: I'm going to go with
0: no not a sporting event yeah. what about in front of the fountains of Bellagio is yeah, that an okay a good place one. to be yeah. proposed to okay I just wanted to asking for self not even trying to blame it on a friend he is the five time winner of the coveted Ohio NewsHawk Award he's the two time Silver Sound nominee covering every corner of the globe London Moscow Paris and even I'll call it Calhoun he's Sam Dormley. And the sports. Morning, Sam. Morning, Ralph. How you doing? Uh, good. It's not exactly Cal. It's not all the way to Calhoun. But it's not Livermore, either. you got to go. It's somewhere in between. It's not Island? <laughs> no, it's not Island. Uh, Sam's off to McLean County tonight for a basketball game. We'll tell you about that. But something I'd, I nearly need to know about Sam... Um, you're all in on the Bengals. I I get it. You know all of the nuance, you know all of the players, you know all of their hometowns, you have all of their rookie cards like I got it. But I was not familiar until today about something called the Bengals cart. All right, so this is a this is a it has its own Twitter account. This is right. a three-level AV cart just like just like they used to wheel into my classroom at Caneyville Elementary School. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's 100% what it is. It had a projector on it and or a TV. And when you saw it come into the classroom, you thought, things are about to get good. <laughs> but apparently the Cincinnati Bengals, uh, it's become a thing where their cart, their AV cart is actually going to the Super Bowl. It has its own Twitter account. Tell me about this.
2: Correct. So in, the tra- in training camp, they came out with this cart so that the media could put their their recorders on, and then they could just roll it up towards the uh, towards the people. <laughs> and it just became a thing because everyone was like, it looks like the AV cart that everyone had in, in sure. their elementary school. Yep. And it also, the funniest thing about it, is that it had a really, really squeaky wheel Ooh, at one point. The so, best ones do, yes. Oh, yeah, so mm-hmm. when, it, when they moved it up, you heard, like, the creek, but everyone was making fun of the Bengals because they were saying, oh, they can't afford a podium. Well, and part of the reason was is that they were, It was because of COVID. They were just trying to say, hey, you put your things on here, and we can wheel it up here, which makes, honestly, a lot of sense. Sure. And it just kind of became an ongoing joke, and the Bengals cart, so one of the places that I would, uh, before Bengals games, you would be able to stop and see it.
0: Ah. So you'd be able to take pictures with the Bengals cart and everything.
2: Yeah, so it became this kind of thing of a legend, and uh, the Bengals cart is now making its way to L.A. You could
0: take Ussie's. Correct, with the Bengals AV card. Correct. Got it. Very so yeah, good. and
2: it's just kind of an ongoing joke that uh, people uh,
0: okay, so let, don't really understand. Let, let me ask you this, Sam. Okay, so I, I'm asking this with full love and full respect for the Bengals. Is this type of thing more likely to captivate the fandom of the of Bengals because historically you've had to have something to Get involved in when the no, we, football doesn't go your nah, way.
2: We, right now, the Bengals have Joe Burrow. That's all. That really well, I know happens. right now.
0: I'm just saying these little kitschy, cool, well, clever mean, things are they more fun. likely to take root in Cincinnati? Because for the last thirty years, you've not really been able to bend. Hey, look at us in football. We're.
2: Well, I mean, we had the run in two th- in the mid 2000s, and then from 2011 to 2015, made okay. five straight playoff appearances. I'm going to defend my team until the end. Because, you know,
0: okay. we're in the Super Bowl. I, I, yeah, yeah, absolutely. De- defend Bowl. your team without a doubt. I just I just wonder, It's oftentimes fan bases find other things to get to rally around when maybe they don't have other things to rally around. That's all I'm asking. So uh, we've, all, we've got plenty all, to rally around right saying. now. Sunny but cooler today. We'll see temperatures warming back up tomorrow only to get cold again for the weekend, so a roller coaster. Yesterday was a nice day. Today, a little bit unseasonably cool for the day. May still get to 49, but back into the 50s tomorrow. And then Super Bowl Sunday looks like a high of only 35, only 38 for Saturday, 41 for Valentine's Day, and then stair-step 50, 62, 65, but then back into the 40s for this time, or roughly this time next Wednesday, week.
2: Wednesday, temperatures in the 60s. That looks like a good day to have a Super Bowl parade in Cincinnati. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Partly cloudy in Fort... Will they go to school again by that day? I mean, they've already oh, canceled listen, school if, for if Monday. If they win the
2: Super Bowl, I, th- I don't know that Cincinnati will be standing yeah, by the end the of the week. the whole
0: week off. Mostly clear, 32 tonight. Windy, warmer, rain showers, or at least a 4-10 in 10 chance regionally and a high of 59 for tomorrow. A fire has destroyed a big Clifty home and killed a family pet. The East Grayson... Uh, Clarkson, Litchfield, and West 84 uh, out of Hardin County fire departments responded to uh, Hardin Springs Road. They uh, firefighters battled the blaze, hosed down surrounding flammable materials, but were unable to save the residents. That um, it basically engulfed, or the structure was nearly fully engulfed when they did get to the scene, and many materials surrounding the home were in danger of catching fire. So, uh, no injuries reported, but uh, family pet was lost in that fire, so a tragic-looking uh, tragic fire, too. Litchfield man was uninjured in a fatality wreck Wednesday morning on uh, Reedyville Road, that's Highway 185 in Butler County. State troopers responded to an accident about 6.15 yesterday morning in the 4,000 block of 180 uh, Reedyville Road. Authorities in, uh, said a preliminary investigation shows a 36-year-old Dustin Fields of Litchfield was driving a 17 Chevy pickup. Southbound 63-year-old Timothy Phelps of Bowling Green was in an 6 uh, Scion SUV in the northbound lane. The two vehicles collided head-on near the center dividing line of the roadway. Phelps was pronounced dead at the scene by the C- Butler County Coroner's Office. Uh, tragedy and uh, curvy, sometimes dangerous road um, through there. And people it's, people use that thoroughfare a lot. You know, Grayson, Butler, Edmondson County using that to get to, into uh, Warren County. So tragedy to pass along to you. A teenage boy has been charged with attempted murder of a police officer in connection with a shooting in Kentucky this month. Lexington police said a 16-year-old was with a group of people Saturday when officers approached to investigate an earlier shooting. One of the juveniles fired a weapon, hitting an officer. Another officer returned fire, but no one was injured. The officer was taken to a hospital with an injury reported to be non-life-threatening. Dangerous. The Kentucky House voted yesterday to grant relief to taxpayers hit with hefty increases. In their vehicle property tax bills caused by a pandemic-related surge in used car values, the measure crews to House passage ninety-five to zero. Now sends it over to the Senate. I did see uh, a message from Representative Heverin last evening, and she was uh, proud that they were able to move that over and give some relief
2: unanimously too, right to
0: taxpayers. Yeah, ninety-five to ninety-five to zero. Uh, again, I'm still not sure exactly. I mean, they're basically freezing it from the previous year, so that's a that's a it's a one year thing, seemingly freezing it. But I don't know if they're changing the calculus permanently on how they do that. And so I don't there's cause and effect to everything. So this might be a good move for us now down the road. I don't there's there may be a you know some issue with that on down the road. A Kentucky House committee advanced a bill yesterday to create a misdemeanor crime for intimidating sports officials that would cover youth leagues to college venues. If the legislation becomes law, offenders could face up to a year in jail for threatening to injure a sports official or damage a referee's property. It also would apply to actions intended to substantially harm an official's business or financial interests. The bill won approval from the House Judiciary Committee. It advances to the full House. Similar measures were introduced in recent years after a Kentucky referee was punched and knocked unconscious in Paducah, David Hale, who is a Republican representative who officiated high school sports for years, said the abuse that officials are having to put up with has caused a shortage of people willing to do the job. Some of these days, you may find yourself as the parent of a young person who can't participate in youth sports, and one of the reasons that you won't be able to do that is because there will not be individuals willing to give of their time to coach and there will not be people willing to give of their time to officiate.
2: I mean, like I spend, you know, almost every weeknight in a high school gym. And some of y'all, I mean, just be nice. Yeah. I mean, yes, they're getting paid, but they're not getting paid a lot. They're pretty much volunteering their time in, in all seriousness because they have a love of the game. And, uh, you know, listen, bad calls happen. But some of the things people say is just like, come on I mean they're you know, you can say, Hey, that's a bad call. You know, okay, whatever. Officials have heard all of the little you know, oh did you lose your glasses? They've heard all of those little jokes. Mm-hmm. But so I mean I've heard some things that I can't even repeat on air. Yeah that make your skin crawl. Uh, it's kind of like one of like that you can't say if, on air. If you, would, guess. if you wouldn't say it to your grandma, don't say it to, to an official.
0: Listen, I understand being, uh, you know, being uh, upset over calls and things not going your way. And I, I, I understand that. And I've been that way in my life without a, without a doubt. Um, but you do have to step back and look at it and say, let's look at this on the, in the bigger picture. First of all, my guess is 99 point9 percent of people who are officiating youth sports are uh, doing it to help youth. They're not doing it for the look at me, I'm the center of attention, and they are certainly not doing it for the money.
2: no nobody nobody makes a living on being a high school basketball referee.
0: Coaches are not making a living off of being a high school basketball coach, whether it's the head coach, the assistant coach, the trainer, whatever it is. The, the small amount they get when you divide it over the number of hours that they spend annually is they're basically donating their time. So there are even coaches who are not doing it. They're not doing it because of what can I get out of this. They're doing it because they have a love of the game or they have a love of young people. But the way that they get treated – By primarily parents, and we're all guilty of it when it's our kids involved in the program. See, it's easy for me to go, you parents shouldn't act that way, blah, 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 blah. You shouldn't treat coaches and referees that way. But if it's my kid involved, then suddenly I care a little bit more. But we need to kind of step back and go, no, wait a minute. These folks are here for the right reasons, trying to do the right thing and trying to help Kids have a good experience. And so this is why, but eventually this is why we have to have laws like this, because if you don't create some protections for the people who are giving of their time, no one will choose to do it. How many coaches have left the employee of high schools across the common, Commonwealth of Kentucky because they went, you know, it's just not worth the hassle that you have to take from people in order to do it. So I'll choose to do other things. Quite I, a few. I can I can name several, you know, right off the. I, I can start a list right now, and they're all and they're also close to know,
2: home to me. There should be anything more embarrassing for a parent than to get kicked out of a game because you're yelling at an official of your own kid's game. And I mean, it, listen, and it's kind of one of those things. So you have to go sit in your car and watch the game on your iPhone, watch our broadcast, yeah, because so you can't be in there because you opened your mouth.
0: You know my you know my hypothesis about youth sports is that you should be able to go watch youth sports but you have to watch other kids (laughs) you know so if we like when you when you go to the little league ballpark and you got four games going at once you have to watch somebody else's kids play Mm -hmm. but those parents from that game are going to come watch your kids play and cheer them on and do whatever and it would be a much friendlier happier place
2: yeah and i mean it's just like be nice be nice. And, and and listen, all of these officials I talked to, they're all really nice people. Yeah, this Except is maybe one. that Sheriff Chaffin. <laughs> this <laughs> is by,
0: this is one of the reasons I always said that if I was going to be an official, it, I would be a f- football official. Because they can't hear you. Friday nights, you're, isolated, you're down on the field, you're basically only dealing with the coaching mm-hmm. staff and the players. And Kentuckians don't think they know everything about football. Mm-hmm. Kentuckians think they know everything about like, basketball. Like here,
2: let's, let's start it this way. There is no such rule as over the back. That's <laughs> not a foul.
0: <laughs> uh, speaking of basketball and speaking of people being passionate about it, uh, UK men's basketball coach John Calipari likes the strategy the state lawmakers are drawing up to regulate name, image, and likeness compensation for college athletes. He testified in front of a committee yesterday. Uh uh, UK AD Mitch Barnhart was there as well, but, you know, Cal gets a lot of the attention when he shows up and does this. But it's the Senate Education Committee, and the bill offers a model approach. And they're talking about providing flexibility to respond to a still-evolving issue. And it is, you know, we we speculated back in the summer about, well, will this impact high school students? It already is impacting high school students. Green because – and high school students are also then leaving high school or they're graduating – early or after their first game or et cetera. so there there are all these unintended consequences that are happening and i think uh, cal is showing up to say let's help work through this to give kentucky to maintain the competitive footing that they're on and then also protect young people protect the state protect the university etc but he did basically say that uh talk about making lists i can make you a list of young men Who financially, because of their background and their opportunity, had to leave school early to be able to cash that NBA check.
2: Which I would never blame anybody for. I would
0: never blame anyone for doing that because they say this might be my only opportunity to change the status of my family's living situation by going to the NBA draft and cashing the check, but that's a very, for a very short period of time, and oftentimes those fortunes are fleeting, and then they really haven't improved their situation. What NIL does, it enables them to straddle that fence to stay in school longer if they choose to be able to basically have you know, summer driving Porsches, with, without a doubt, but well, then just like general.
2: Just this morning, Davion Mintz for Kentucky posted a video with a vet clinic in that area in Lexington and him and his dog signed a deal is his dog <laughs> is the official official spokes pup? I think is what it was gets, I think
0: is what they call he it. gets dog biscuits correct for so, yeah so it but it's a it's a changing landscape and the uh, and the state needs to be I think the videos that some people this. have come
2: up with are really creative too I love them
0: by the way whoever did the tweet yesterday so we're back to we can throw a little bit of shade at Louisville um Whoever said that Cal was in Frankfurt yesterday to testify in front of the Senate Education Committee and Chris Mack was in Frankfurt to appear in front of the Unemployment Committee? What that that's I think that the, might have been Drew Franklin. That's funny. That was that was that was funny to me. And so uh, and I thought Louisville was going to win last night. They had a chance to win against Notre Dame, and their woes uh, their woes continue. And then I'd like to wrap up this segment with showing you this jewel from over in Letcher County. I'd like you to meet fellow Kentuckian Crystal Dishman. She's 47 years of age, and she was photographed at the Letcher County Jail where she was recently served sentences for methamphetamine possession and, and, and bail jumping. Her booking photo shows her shooting the double bird to those who are in the photo that want to... Um give it an Eli? Yeah, she's not so graceful as Eli. So oh. there, there she oh, is. Oh, that's nice. Um, so I can do this. And yeah, there, there, there she is. Sam, uh, I've looked it up, and she is taken. Oh. She's not on <laughs> the market. So I thought maybe I found Miss Wright for you, but unfortunately, she's. Uh, she, Sorry, sorry, Sam. We got to get to a break. We'll come back. Doctor Bryce Meredith is here from Owensboro Health Twin Lakes Medical Center. It's Heart Month and Heart Health Month. We're going to talk all about it coming up here on In the Know. a tent
1: where there ain't no trees, and that group
0: telling you and me. Today is Flannel Day. It is also Umbrella Day, and it is Plimsoll Day. So uh, Plimsoll was a naval captain. You see the line where the hull of a ship meets the waterline and establishes the safety on whether a ship is overloaded or not. It's named after him, and this is the anniversary of his birth. So it's Plimsoll Day today. It's also the day we say good morning and welcome back to Dr. Bryce Meredith. He is a, a practitioner from the Owensboro Health Twin Lakes Medical Center and an all-around good guy. And we say welcome back. Good to
1: see you. Thanks, Mark. Thanks for having me back. I'm excited to be back in the studio. I
0: know you're busy uh, operating a practice, so the fact that you would take the time to come and talk to us about... Uh, you you do look odd to me in red, but you're <laughs> obviously wearing red because it's heart health month. Um, heart health I've always known is labeled as the silent killer and I thought that was an interesting moniker for um, to use and my guess is it's called the silent killer for multiple reasons one because sometimes the symptoms are unknown which we'll talk about but maybe more importantly we don't talk enough about it so oftentimes we're silent on the issue when we shouldn't be is that one of the reasons it's called that
1: yeah both are correct and you make the comment, I have a lot of blue in my wardrobe and a lot of green because I'm a Marshall guy. But red, it is heart, uh, American Heart Month, and we should be talking about uh, heart disease more and ways to prevent it and treat it. Unfortunately, heart disease, its uh, it goes under the radar a lot. Understandably, as a medical community, we've been very focused on COVID-19. As a society, we've been focused on COVID-19. But heart disease is still one of the leading causes of death one of the leading chronic medical conditions uh, in not only our nation, but in Kentucky as well. And again, we it goes under the radar. We don't talk about it a lot. And a lot of times we don't see heart disease until it's too late, until it turns into those bad situations like a heart attack or a stroke. I remember. So I'm, I'm
0: age 50 now. I'm entering into a different phase of life and things that maybe weren't concerns before are, are concerns. And so having to sort through all that. But I remember when I was... Ten, twelve, thirteen, fourteen—old enough to start figuring out what health was. It was pretty common, you know. You hear people say, "Well, they they dropped dead of a massive heart attack, or they they didn't understand uh, heart disease and didn't understand uh, high blood pressure and hypertension. We didn't understand those things, and then uh, as much, and then we started to learn more about that." But at a similar time, Bryce. Uh, cancer came along, and cancer as a. Um, scourge on society has over the last 30 years specifically seemingly gotten most of the attention for us from a health standpoint because there's no real cure for it you know it's right. like oh they yeah. got the big c and yeah. so we have this month and we have that month for for cancer and that but all the while heart disease is still an underlying issue for all americans whether you get cancer or not so it does this make us complacent Because
1: we don't pay enough attention to it, I think it does to an extent. And again, cancer is just—it's terrible for anyone who's uh, had it. Absolutely, anyone who's had a family member with it. You're exactly right. Unfortunately, heart health—it does go under the radar. And I think a lot of times it's because we don't see it until you do have those bad scenarios. We don't think about it. We don't—you don't see high blood pressure. You don't see high cholesterol unless you're getting something objective like a blood pressure reading or you're getting lab work performed. And that's why I like this month so much because we can not only focus on heart disease, but we can really focus on ways to prevent it, and also ways to uh, to improve our overall heart health as well, Mark. And so, like hypertension, I was just seeing the
0: graphic here that one in one in two, yeah. uh, according to the CDC, have have hypertension. What are some of the ways? What What are some of the easy ways that we can? Let's just start with hypertension. How do we get rid of that?
1: Yeah, so hypertension, also known as uh, high blood pressure. And we think about blood pressure is the flow of blood through our arteries, so through our, our pipes in our body. And whenever we have the high blood pressure, it's an increased pressure there. And that increased pressure does put us at higher risk for heart attack, for stroke. And we know that one in two is actually probably underestimates uh, how many people actually have it because actually one in five don't realize that they, actually, uh, that they have high blood pressure. And even in Kentucky, that rate is higher. So it's estimated that uh, in Kentucky and even in Grayson County, if we look at a county level – Maybe up to even sixty percent of people have high blood pressure, wow. so we really need to work on, on blood pressure lowering it. So, what's a good blood pressure goal? So, one, we if we think about blood pressure, an ideal blood pressure is going to be one twenty over eighty. So, if you get a blood pressure cuff out, you take your blood pressure one twenty over eighty is ideal. It's perfect. There is some discrepancy on what a good goal should be. This is a this in the medical even in the medical field we look at different societies have different goals, but a general rule is if you're below one forty over ninety. That's a pretty good goal for you. But that's always you want to individualize that. You want to talk to your doctor about that. A different goal may be more appropriate. But typically, uh, whenever I have patients coming in, we want to start thinking about treatment if they are above that 140 over 90 goal. Because we know even patients who are in that 130 uh, over 80, um, you know, high 120s, those individuals are at even higher risk as well. I know that when you talk about treatment. Yeah. Of course, I automatically think of high blood
0: pressure medicine. You know, because it's it's so commonly used. And you live in a community where you have high blood pressure uh, as a you know high hypertension levels. You're going to have high blood pressure medicine usage. Yeah. Uh, just it it makes sense. And so that's kind of the go to as a stopgap to say, well, maybe we can we can ward off big problems here. But that's not the silver bullet. You would still prefer we change lifestyle.
1: To keep us from having to go the high blood pressure medicine route, yes, correct. And and I'm a big advocate, and I tell my patients this: we want to do other things before putting you on blood pressure medicine. We want to do everything possible. So there are some things you can, everyone can do to lower their their chance of having high blood pressure, which in turn will lower their their risk for heart attack and stroke, for heart failure, for arrhythmia. So some of those things, uh, one uh, is quitting smoking. That's that's a big thing that we talk about in society. The other two big things that I really hit hard on are a healthy diet and exercise. And exercise is one of those components. I do not only family medicine but sports medicine, so I have this conversation. Everybody can be an athlete. Everybody can exercise. I
0: saw, and and maybe you can confirm this, you probably Mm -hmm. saw the same study or saw the same news cycle, but it was circulated last week, I think, that people – over the age of maybe 50 that if you'll just put forth 10 good minutes a day like if you just get out and do something what whatever it is whether it's you know walk at a pretty good rate or whether it's lift a little weights or just just do like just some activity pays huge dividends we have this idea it's like well i got to go to the gym and work out for an hour and i got to do this and that just being some active is better than being completely
1: sedentary yes that's correct yeah um There's the motto, fitting is the new smoking, and there's a lot of truth to that. So as a society, we sit a lot, we're sedentary, and we know that anybody who's sedentary, that automatically puts them at risk for these heart-related issues. So we want to exercise, we want to move. So any movement is good. The American Heart Association, the American College of Cardiology, um, American College of Sports Medicine, basically any society you look at, their exercise goals really say 30 minutes a day, five days a week. That can sound really daunting to a lot of people, 150 minutes a week. But I tell people we're going to start slow if you're, and, and make a goal when you do it too. So we want to start if, if five minutes is all you can do, that's okay. Start with that. Try moving some. If your goal is just to get you know go to the mailbox and not be out of breath, that's a great goal. But um, it, it can be really daunting. Like you said, people are like, oh, gosh, I have to go to the gym for an hour. I've got to take this time out of my day. But start with something small and then work your way up, and, and that can really help. A lot of people will ask me sometimes, what does that 30 minutes look like? So you can um, – am I getting 30 minutes a day? And you can base that a lot of times on your heart rate mark. So an easy, um, an easy equation to use, you can take 220 and then subtract your age from that, and that will give you your max heart rate. Mm-hmm. And then from that, if you do 50 percent of that, that is good moderate intensity activity. So typically that's going to be something like walking, uh, light jog, maybe playing tennis. Those are things you can do for exercise.
0: Very good. Uh, and, you know, the the journey of a 1,000 miles starts with a single step. And Correct. so I think yeah. that's your point. You say, you know, if you'll just move some and then move a little more tomorrow and then move a little more yes. the day after yeah. that, and then next thing you know, you'll be moving. Uh, I also notice about accessibility of of data. You know, we've all got trackers now, mm-hmm. whether it's our smartwatch or what Fitbit or whatever it might be, I remember it seemingly when I was a young person you would go to the mall or you would go to the pharmacy and you'd see the chair there with the BP machine and you'd put a quarter in there and
2: it'd pump up. And oh, I'd put it, my can in there it, even you, if I didn't have
0: a quarter. It, you know, it might play a song for you and yeah. light up and you go, okay, this is that. But now the availability of BP cuffs and it being able to have something in your home, I mean, they're inexpensive, they're yeah. reliable, and it's really a good tool
1: to have at your disposal. Yeah, that's correct. I mean, they're smart watches, um, wristbands. There's so many things that can monitor your blood pressure, your heart rate. It can even, you know, technology has come so far. I mean, we can even, you can even get an EKG with, you know, an an Apple watch with some of these watches that you have. So it's amazing where technology has led us to. And with that, a lot of insurance companies, a lot of times they'll pay for for a blood pressure cuff, especially during COVID right now, because they want to make sure that we're still monitoring things like blood pressure at home. So That I recommend to everyone get some type of smart watch, get a wristband, something that will measure your heart rate because that's going to give you a better idea of where your cardiovascular health is at because you're going to be able to monitor your heart rate during workouts.
0: I read first before I get to the the things that I've stumbled upon, which were surprising to me. It was shared with me a few years ago by uh, our friend uh, Ronnie Mudd, mm-hmm. who's a healthcare professional, and she was talking about the benefits of stopping smoking. Mm-hmm. And she had a statistic that said, you know, the, it, you would be so surprised how soon your blood pressure will start to recover. Yeah. The moment that you stop smoking, like within hours, it improves a big percent. And then every hour beyond that, it improves and it improves. And I think smokers a lot of times sit and think, oh gosh, it's going to be too hard. The benefits I'll never get to the benefits of stopping smoking. And she was making a case that it's almost immediate that your health improves when you stop.
1: That's yeah, she's exactly right. As soon as you quit smoking and there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of images if you google this if you look it up on the internet you'll see these images that show different parts of the body that are affected by quitting smoking. So even within a few weeks we see that the heart rate the your blood pressure will drop and then that can, your health continues to improve as time goes on that you're away from cigarettes. So even within 6 months to a year your risk for heart disease drastically drops after you after you quit smoking. So that's exactly right on that
0: i was surprised these are this is five surprising facts about high blood pressure and so you can say hogwash if you want because you're the professional and i'm not but it surprised me that this says high blood pressure may be linked to dementia have you heard that
1: yes yes that that is correct yeah uh young people can have high blood pressure too that's correct as well and on, on that first one one thing we, we don't think about this a lot, but high blood pressure it affects all of our organs. So it'll affect the brain, affect affect the kidneys. But yeah, in younger individuals can even have high blood pressure as well. And we see, especially with obesity, um, you know, being a, an issue in society, we're seeing more and more younger individuals with high blood pressure. High blood pressure usually doesn't have. Any symptoms is
0: what this says. Uh, is that drive toward the silent killer? Is that why it's harder to detect because there aren't these you know, major red flags going, hey, look, look you've got high blood
1: pressure? Yeah, that's exactly right. You know, you mentioned it being the, the silent disease, and it truly is because whenever we, we'll check somebody's blood pressure in the office, they'll say, well, I feel great. I don't have any symptoms from it. It's when it gets really high and it's starting to affect your organs, that's when you'll start to have the symptoms. That's when you have the headache. That's when you have vision changes. And those are really serious uh, issues with blood pressure.
0: And you mentioned that's you're entering that phase of life then where sometimes it's too late. Correct. That's what you yes. often find out yes. about it, just a moment too late uh, before you get to that. Many people who have high blood pressure don't know it. Absolutely. kind of confirms what we've just been talking about. And then uh, I know last week, uh, Dr. Bryce, uh, was where red for women day specifically so there's even a day there's a day nested within heart month and heart health month that's specifically for women because women and african americans are especially susceptible to high blood pressure and uh, and heart disease
1: that's correct and a lot of times these two groups they won't always have symptoms that we typically think of for heart disease so a lot of women they won't have the typical chest pain or chest pressure or that um, pain in their jaw or pain down their arm that we associate with a heart attack or a stroke. So I always tell any individuals, any patient of ours, if you have any symptoms that are concerning to you, such as uh, uh, prolonged fatigue, you're getting short of a- air a little bit more, those are things you need to get checked out because sometimes those can be issues that, especially women and African-American individuals, they don't think of Uh, associated with heart disease, but they can be related to your heart and they need to get those checked out.
0: Like with anything, I presume your immediate go-to is routine
1: health screenings for most things to just, because knowledge is power. That's correct. And one of our big initiatives since I've been here and I've been here, this has been about almost, almost four years now. And one of our big pushes is an annual wellness exam. I just think that is so important for our patients. So even if you feel great, again, you might feel great, but you may have some of these underlying issues with high blood pressure cholesterol. It's great to go see your doctor once a year just so you can get these things checked, just so you can um, get lab work, so you can have your blood pressure checked, so you can talk about healthy diet, you can talk about exercise. And hopefully we can prevent some of these heart issues down the road. So what have I not asked you or what have we not covered that we must before you go? I would say that the two big things, we already really hit on them, are, are exercise, but then also diet. And I, I tell uh, people a lot, unfortunately, we live in a fast food society, so we're eating a lot of salt, we're eating a lot of processed foods. But a simple way to think about your diet is treat food like energy. So um, I give the analogy, treat your body like a Ferrari. Put good fuel in it. Put good energy in it. So you want to eat things, fruits, vegetables, things that are low in processed food. If you can combine that with the 30 minutes a day, five days a week of exercise or some type of vigorous exercise, that is drastically going to improve your blood pressure, your cholesterol, and in turn, it's going to reduce your risk for heart attack and stroke and other heart disease. All right. Anything else before you go? Um, I will take the uh, Rams this weekend. you take the oh, Rams. Whoa, I was going to ask whoa, you. Whoa. Actually, I Hi knew. Now. I had a feeling this morning. I thought we were friendly. You were going to
0: you were gonna say Rams. but uh, I'm
1: a, I'm a big <laughs> Colts fan, but um, I so, hope Matthew I mean, Stafford gets connection. Indy and
2: Cincy aren't that far away <laughs> from one another.
1: <laughs> Maybe that's the problem. <laughs> that's the problem. Yeah. Dr.
0: Bryce, you're looking like a Ferrari as always. Thanks for awesome. coming in. Thanks, Mark, it's for good it's having good to see me. See I, I
1: appreciate it. Good seeing you guys.
0: Heart Health Month. we got to get to a break. We'll come back. Plenty more on the way. Hang around. You're only in the know. Ow! Oh! Woo! Yeah. I'm back! know Did you know Amazon was originally called Kadabra? I'm back! I'm back! Really. Get up, I actually kind of like that better yeah me too it seems magic cadabra you order it and cadabra it shows up on (laughs) the front porch but then they can't get their fancy
2: logo of a to z
0: that's true but i will also say i think the reason that they ended up with amazon is because it sounds gargantuan Mm -hmm. you know even though it started in a garage you know, you could buy books from Jeff Bezos' garage and he would ship them to you. There was nothing Amazon about it. It's amazing what can start in a garage. But his vision for it was Amazonian, and so I guess it you know, if it who knows, maybe it wouldn't have become the same thing if it were called Cadabra. But it made me wonder do they still hold the patents or, or Kadabra? trademarks to Cadabra just in case? Like, can I go out there and get Cadabra? Because I think, well, what a brilliant name. I like it. I like it. Sam, Cincinnati Bengals fans are chugging cans of chili to celebrate the Super Bowl. And I can confirm, I went to that Gold Belly site last night just to look around. Didn't buy anything. But I did notice that when you look at the Ohio region, it says Skyline Chili sold out. Mm-hmm. So, uh,
2: I'm I'm stocked up. I'm good. I'm ready to go.
0: Okay, but are you, are you, um...
2: Listen, I wouldn't put it past myself if they win the Super Bowl.
0: You might chug a can of chili?
2: Why not? I'll I'll be in some kind of mood.
0: Um,
2: (laughs) I mean... Will you be here on Monday, Sam? Oh, I hope so. Okay. All right. Um, You're going to get... I don't even know what kind of mood I'll be in. If they win, it...
0: If you, but... (laughs) But if you You're... chug a can of chili, I know part of your mood. So, I'm just.
2: I'm just... Well, if you want, I could, I'll could. i donate a can to your Super Bowl party because you, you got to have it.
0: No, I don't have to no, have it. In fact, we talked mm-hmm. about it. I was like, I don't want chili.
2: But that's, mm. you can't have a Cincinnati party without Skyline Chili.
0: But you go back to what about the, it's not even the brand of the Bengals. The Cincinnati people,
2: chili. Is. Okay. Really, what you need is Camp Washington chili.
0: Here are some of the Super Bowl 56 prop bets that Sam will be interested in, that Beads, you will not be interested in, okay. that you eventually probably will have to answer. Yeah, but, like, okay. Bengals, Rams score first and win. Who will score first? Uh, Bengals Rams win each quarter will the Bengals win each quarter or will the Rams win each quarter so they're based upon your prop bet the payback on mm-hmm. getting those correct varies. Um, Bengals Rams win both halves you know do they score the most points in both halves uh, Do they score every quarter will either team score a safety will the game be tied um, will the game be tied after it's tied at zero to zero those are all prop proposition bets will the team score in the final two minutes of the first half will there be a successful two-point conversion will there be a special teams or defensive touchdown scored but then you get into the things you know the color of the gatorade orange you you get into the uh, after the kickoff how many minutes before tom brady is mentioned Mm -hmm. even though he's not Mm -hmm. playing in the game he has no connection to either team you know he'll be mentioned at some point in time during the broadcast. And does a commercial count? Because if he's in like a cryptocurrency commercial, does that count as a reference to Tom Her- Brady? I Her- don't know. The
2: Hertz uh, car commercials do. I think that's what it is. He is
0: doing Hertz, yeah. Uh-huh. Isn't he in the cryptocurrency all that. So those are just some I, of I the-
2: like the ones of over-under of National Anthem Time. Yeah, those are always good. Uh, the coin toss is going to be heads or tails.
0: Can, can I t- – I, I got to tell you um, – my my Super Bowl party, my Super Bowl menu approach is somewhat diminished this year. I've kind of dialed it down. And because I've got so many other projects that I'm working on right now, mm-hmm. I just haven't been able to devote the time to it. And so I don't know if I'm happy about it or if I'm sad about it because uh, now it had kind of gotten out of
2: control. Have you made your pickup order for it yet of getting all of your supplies? Yes. You did? Oh, I was yeah. going to say you didn't. I was going to see if you had gotten yourself some Cincinnati ice cream in there too. I don't know if that Listen, was an option. On where gold belly, on...
0: Uh, when go, a gold belly, when you're looking at Ohio, all they want to do is sell you Grater's ice cream. I don't like. I have don't you ever had Grater's it? ice cream? No, it is delicious. No, I haven't. Had, I, although, could I have eaten it in a? Could I have eaten it in a red plastic helmet?
2: No, they. I don't. Mm, potentially, okay. but this is not like a soft serve. If you had a soft serve in there, then no, it was not Grater's. Yeah.
0: Okay. I could also have helmet nachos. That reminds me of Cincinnati.
2: Yeah, it's the Reds, though. You we don't. Oh, don't don't give me Gold Star
0: chili and Skyline chili <laughs> well, no, or all Cincinnati chili, eat, you and it's can't fine. Eat hel- and nachos t- <laughs> out
2: of a baseball helmet for a football party.
0: M M&M and M is bringing Mom's Spaghetti pop up restaurant to L A. for the Super Bowl. So he has a restaurant in Detroit called Mom's Spaghetti. So they're going to do a pop up restaurant outside since he's got to be in town anyway. I'm thinking that's brilliant. I agree, go out there and yeah. get a little, get a little mom spaghetti for. I'm the-
2: sure that there's one prop bet that which of the stars is the first one to appear on stage at the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah, there will time. be a prop bet yeah. on
0: that. Oh, and here's a good one. Will Snoop Dogg be wearing sunglasses?
2: <laughs> you know, that would be... I mean, is that even yeah, a question? It's,
0: it's not even a bet. You know, that's say. the... Why <laughs> I love,
2: uh, all of the ones. You know, what color shirt will Eminem be wearing or something is probably one of them. You know, I, I like all of those. Skin. skin.
0: Skin is what Eminem will be wearing. Uh, you can also watch Will Smith rap the Fresh Prince theme song in a nostalgia-inducing Super Bowl commercial. So that's something to look forward to coming up on Sunday. And then in a similar headline, it says that uh, Andrew Garfield, does he play Spider-Man?
2: He was one of the old Spider-Mans. Yeah. Andrew Garfield
0: wants to sing Miami with Will Smith at the Oscars. Me too. (laughs) I mean, everybody wants to sing Miami with Will Smith at the Oscars. Do you really? Of course. Yeah. All right. Party in the street the heat is on we got to get to a break. We'll come back. Finish it up for the morning. You're on In the Note. Oh, the door said please, said thank you. MB's don't point to ponder for today. Does Gen X, I which is, I am obviously alive. a part of, get the credit or blame for the following words? Blame. You don't even know what the words are. I just... Right, I hope there's a. I hope there is a nugget of a word in here. Okay, and you realize that if you had to live without it, you'll be saying thank you by the end of this. <laughs> chill pill, Gen X responsible for God. chill pill. I don't know what people had to take before we invented it.
2: I'm fine with blaming.
0: You're fine. Gnarly. That's gnarly. It can mean bent or twisted. Yeah, no. We created gnarly. We created headbanger. We created yuppie. We created diss to insult someone. <laughs> Sam, you do it all the time. You diss people all the time. I was
2: very confused as to what See, you were trying now
0: to are Now you're trying to say, oh, well, I threw shade at people. Uh-huh. No, you're dissing them. Don't you know anything? Yeah, so. Tripping, rock. Like, you rock. That's thanks to Gen Xers. Okay. To the max is thanks to Gen Xers. Uh-huh. And dude is thanks to Gen Xers. Uh... It, it was a thing like dude ranch, but we went, Dude. Dude. <laughs> But in the 90s, they changed it to, dude, where's my car? But to, mm-hmm. just general dude. I, love like.
2: that. Yeah, I don't. I think I'm good without those. Okay. I can, I, can, I can live without it.
0: All right. Gen Xers, I need you to be policing Sam. Mm-hmm. If you hear him use any of those words, <laughs> buzz him.
2: <laughs> Mike, you know, I, get, I get to kind of claim both it, generations because I'm on the backside and the front side of one. Mm. Backside of the millennials, front side of the Gen Z. That
0: sounds like you. no one really claims you then.
2: Uh-huh. It's usually how most people are.
0: Television tonight on uh, Jeopardy, the National College Championship quarterfinal number three. The NFL Honors Program is on ABC tonight. And the 2022 Winter Olympics men's and women's hockey. Uh, Chloe, was it Chloe Kim? Mm-hmm. She got another gold medal yesterday. So that's really good. good. Uh, may get to see the Flying Tomato in his final Olympic event tonight. He's not favored to win. Of course, you know, he's older than I am. Well, I shouldn't insult him that way he's almost as old as I am and so he'll be doing his final event tonight men's half pipe snowboarding that's the final that he did qualify for mixed team aerials and women's super G race in uh, the men I think are doing the combined it's, they do one slalom and they do he's one... just
2: not the same without the long hair
0: yes he is I think he looks like an actual he looks like an actual grown-up no, but he's a snowboarder.
2: A snowboarder, you got to have the long. Look hair. at Tony Hawk.
0: Tony Hawk's got a normal haircut.
2: He's a skateboarder. There's a difference.
0: Sean White was a skateboarder that turned into a
2: snowboarder. Well, then you also got Lady Cooter basketball at McLean County tonight. Oh, that's really what it
0: is. Is that you're trying to diss mm-hmm. Sean White so mm-hmm. people will watch you from Cause not, I'm not gonna Calhoun call him dude. and not island and not livermore but he'll be snowboarding to the max sam is he (laughs) yes today's highlight in history this date 1962 the soviet union exchange captured american u2 pilot francis gary powers for rudolph abel a soviet spy held by the united states uh 25th amendment to the u.s constitution was ratified and became law this date in 1967 that's uh, presidential succession. Uh, tsh, tsh, tsh. Birthdays today. Robert Wagner is 92. He played Jonathan Hart on Heart to Heart, but more recently, he played Anthony Dinozo Sr. on NCIS.
1: I love
0: him. Yeah, he's good. Uh, Mark Spitz is seventy-two. Robert Iger is seventy-one. Greg Norman is sixty-seven. George Stephanopoulos is sixty-one. Laura Dern is fifty-five. Elizabeth Banks is forty-eight. Today,
2: today's also Coach Cal's birthday.
0: Cal's birthday is today. Uh-huh. Also George
2: Lindsey's birthday today. Wow. The, our <laughs> George Lindsey, not Goober. Is there,
0: not Goober from, Is there
2: a bigger one-two punch than John Calipari and George Lindsey?
0: I don't. I couldn't be in the same room with them. I mean, that's. I couldn't be in the. I couldn't two be big in a room with are two Those two. It would be more than I could stand. <laughs> it would be more than one human could take to have that energy.
2: Oh yeah, because both have a lot of energy, yeah.
0: Jimmy Durandy, born this day in eighteen ninety-three. Let's go to Chart Toppers. To
2: nineteen
0: sixty two, Gene Chandler Duke-a-病, number one with Duke of Earl my favorite Gene Chandler song. 1971, Lynn Anderson. I Check out that hair. That is some hair. Listen, I love it. Can you get that done?
1: Well, maybe.
0: You could play in the Super Bowl with that helmet. helmet (laughs) Hair. Oh, Michael Jackson rock with you, number one in
1: 1980.
0: Okay. You'll be really mad if I don't get to this one. 1989, Bon Jovi, number one. Oh, this is one where they talk a lot during the video. It's a three-minute song, but it's a six-minute video. Confused,
2: what is happening there?
0: Nelly Furtado. Oh, well, first Janet Jackson in ninety-eight together again. Say it right, Nelly Furtado in 07. And Justin Bieber, love yourself, number one. Uh, six years ago today. Very good. All right. What time's coverage tonight, Sam? About
2: seven ten. All right, so across K105, uh, K105 Digital Productions. You got
0: it. Alright, MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. If you love life, life will love you back. If you love life. Life will love you back. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Remember, God loves you, and I do too. If you don't know Jesus, let me know, and I'll introduce you. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Sam Gormley, for B chime MB, and now you're in the know.